Yeah, a lot of close games in the WEAC. It'll be exciting to see what the Warhawks can do moving forward. And let's move on into our next topic. Let's jump right into it. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, guys, 3-4 and four on the season, not doing too hot. Uh, actually tied with Denver in uh, the, the standings. That's not a good thing to say, though, for Denver's standpoint. <laughs> That's my team. Are the Chiefs' playoff hopes out the window, or was it just a tough stretch of games for them, for the Chiefs? What do you guys think? So, you know, it's whenever you're talking about a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, who we know have been prone to struggles in some games, so like you look at a game against the Houston Texans in the playoffs, they were kind of known as the come-from-behind team. They were down in the playoffs, and like that one stretch where they were down in the playoffs for every single game, and they were able to come back. And it's just one of those teams with as much talent as they have, especially on the offensive side of the ball. It's just one of those teams you can't ever count out. But if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I am absolutely pressing the panic button right now because you take you take a look at their upcoming schedule along with how like widespread the AFC, how wide open it is this year. I mean, there's not a team without two losses on the year so far, so they're all pretty close together. Uh, but, I mean, you take a look at the Chiefs' schedule, they'll get the Giants this week, which, you know, is a little easier. Granted, they did destroy the Panthers, but that's kind of a criticism on the Panthers. But then they go, to, uh, they play the Packers at home, they have to go to the Raiders, you know, the Cowboys are on their schedule, the Steelers, the Bengals, and obviously, um, you know, the Broncos, who have been kind of up and down. Agreed. So, I just it's it's a super tough schedule, and from what we've seen so far, unless they dramatically take a 180, I cannot see them making the playoffs as uh, at right now, as of right now. Just like he said, it doesn't get any easier from here. He was actually right on right on that schedule with me, checking that what was coming forward. But the so their biggest challenges are coming up. I still think it's not like they have been upset by some like horrible team they lost to Baltimore who Lamar Jackson is having a career year um the Chargers who have played really well Buffalo who was lights out up until maybe recently when they lost to Tennessee and now is still a close game the only reason that they do press a panic button is because Mahomes is hurt I think that their true testament will come within that like week nine to week 15 stretch because that's going to be a bunch of challenging teams. That's, that's going to be their gauge of where are we, what are we as a team. Well, I think this is kind of their turning point of their season right now. Like, if they can start turning it around now, then, yeah, I think that they can make the playoffs probably as a wild card. But, you know, if they continue this trend, I mean, they started slow against Washington too. They were losing that game, and then they, you know, they kind of – we saw that reignition of the normal Chiefs offense that we're seeing. But, I mean, anytime Patrick Mahomes is turning the ball over as much as he is right now, not only with interceptions but with fumbles, and then, you know, their defense is just absolutely awful. I mean, 29th in the league, and, you know, their point, their point differential, they're minus on. And they have the eighth-best offense in the league. So that just tells you how bad their defense is playing. But also at the same time, they need to find a way – to put less pressure on Patrick Mahomes when he gets back into the game. I mean, Andy Reid needs to learn how to run the ball. That's just – that's always been a problem for his whole career. I mean, anytime Patrick Mahomes has more carries than your starting running back, that's a problem. You're going to get your quarterback hurt, especially when they are their, – their defensive scheme, they figured it out from Todd Bowles in the Super Bowl. They want to force the Chiefs to run the ball because they don't want to do it. They want to air it out. They want to get Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill involved in the game. But, you know, that's not always going to be effective against these teams. Yeah, I think it's the biggest part is Patrick Mahomes 
committing turnovers because we've never seen him commit turnovers like he has this season. And he's covered up for the defense so many times before. And if we go back to last season when they made the Super Bowl run, the defense was bend, don't break. And we're going to we're gonna stop him and limit him, but we know we got Patrick Mahomes, the $500 million man, <laughs> on the other sideline, and he's going to will us back into the game. Like Nolan said, the Texans game in the AFC Championship game brought him back. There are many times before where he's made comebacks, but it's now it's not happening because he's, he's forcing balls into tight areas. The mm-hmm. offensive line um, isn't where it's been. It's not up to standard. That's been uh, rejuvenated this season. They had a lot of tr- a lot of moving parts on that front. And their starting running back, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he's out. I think he's coming back soon. I'm not sure when he was on IR. I don't think he's been taken off IR, though. But, again, again that's to your point, the running game, that's a huge part of it because – you need to run the ball in the NFL, and if you can't, you, you, you're one-dimensional. And then NFL defenses are not just going to let you throw the ball across the yard or as many times as Patrick Mahomes does. That's how you're going to get hurt. But it all relies on Patrick Mahomes because he's been there and he's done that, and he's capable of willing a team to win. I think they can pull it out because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to say, take a step back and realize i got to stop forcing the ball and committing turnovers because that's the biggest thing. And we saw in the game on Sunday they were down 27-3 or – what was the final score? They're capable of coming back to that. Like you thought that when Ryan Tannehill was making all those throws, you're up 27-0, 24-0. You thought, oh, the Chiefs are going to come back at halftime. They're going to figure it out and they're going to start airing it out. But no, we didn't see that because the defenses know that they're going to throw the ball. And uh, we thought we were going to see the Chiefs do exactly like you said. Yeah. The Texans pull a te- pull a. A wild card against the Texans and come back. What was that like? Twenty eight points. It was twenty four nothing. I think at the twenty four yeah. to nothing. They came back. But what I was gonna say is, I don't think the Chiefs have beaten a good team this season. Well, you got to think the the Ravens game. Like they would have won that game on if the guy didn't fumble. Yeah, but even then, like they're still the better team. They should have won by more. Like even if, like what that's the thing was when people pin the game to okay, like one play. Yeah, that one play decided decided the outcome. But at the same time, if you would have executed throughout the game, you wouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. I think I think the biggest thing to take away from this is that um, obviously the whole team has to you know stop turnovers, but a lot of people are I feel like are kind of pinning it on Patrick Mahomes when I think he's almost being set up to fail. Now, granted, yeah. there's still blame to be placed on him, but I mean to go ask and ask him to do it all and uh, lead like Christian said a very one-dimensional offense and then have your defense be one of the worst in the NFL and just give up ungodly amount of points every week, uh, you know it, it's. It's a super difficult task, even for Patrick Mahomes, even for the guy who had been crowned since he came in the league as the next goat and the next Tom Brady and all you know all this talk. But I don't know. I just I, I can't see them solving their problems with how many good teams there are in the AFC. I mean, you look at the AFC North, and that entire division is definitely capable of making like every single team is capable of making, uh, capable of making the playoffs. The Steelers are the worst team, and if they didn't have a wet blanket at quarterback, they would probably be a clear-cut playoff favorite so and I mean you got the Titans and the Colts and the AFC West is completely stacked so yeah it's just rough sledding for them right now and I I can't see them turning it around anytime soon yeah I mean speaking of the AFC West I mean this should be the Chiefs division to lose realistically agreed I mean the Raiders they got rid of their head coach and it's almost like they became a better team because of it (laughs) which usually doesn't happen in the NFL and then you got the Chargers, who have a rookie head coach. They they straight up beat the Chiefs, you know, head to head. 
And then, you know, the Broncos are, I don't know. I don't know what to Don't think. get me started. I don't know what to think about the Broncos right now. I honestly now, but, don't know either, but as you were saying. But, yeah, so, like, even in their division, it's going to be tough. Like, I mean, before this game, like, before the Washington game, I was looking at their schedule, and I was like, yeah, it's, like, it's not awful. Like, it's not, you know, something that they can't turn around. But at the same time, after you start slow against Washington and then you heat up and then you lose badly to the Titans, I mean – I don't know what's going to happen when they play teams like the Packers and the Chargers again and the Cowboys, and they still have to play the, the Raiders twice. And the Bengals. The Bengals have been high. Yeah, the Bengals played insanely good against the Ravens, which I didn't expect. And, yeah, I don't know. It's They're they're playing teams that you know might not have the best defenses in the world, but they definitely have some offenses that can score on you in a hurry. And, and normally, they've been doing that. The other teams in their division have been doing that ever since Patrick Mahomes has been lighting it up. Because now that we see the Raiders getting Henry Ruggs, we see the Broncos getting Jerry Judy. They've get, they've been getting speed on the outside because they know that that's the it, new trend. That's the new trend that the Chiefs have been displaying, and they're like, well, if they're going to do it and they've been succeeding at it, let's let's us do it. But I think to your point, they have the opportunity though. Is everything's in front of them though? They could still win their division. We're saying, oh yeah, they're going to have a tough schedule, but they still have the opportunity to play those division games and conference games where they can gain ground on other teams, especially in their division with the Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah, they may not win it. Or they may be competitive, but they still have the chance to because, you know, you have Patrick Mahomes and we don't know what he can do. But I, th- I still think they have the opportunity to. Yeah, I mean, it's like we said, uh, like to kind of preface this whole topic, it was like you just really can't count out the Chiefs ever. You, you, you wouldn't feel good about, like, putting a lock in. Like, if it, was, if it was legal to bet, you wouldn't feel great about putting a bet that the Chiefs are absolutely not going to make the playoffs right now because you just don't know. They're, like, one of those teams that could turn it on at any moment. And they could become the hottest team in football in, you know, two, three weeks. It's just, it's so difficult to gauge them right now because we're so, we're not used to seeing them this way. So, I mean, you'd probably have to give it a few more weeks, but it's definitely, definitely panic time, I would say. And those next few weeks, they play the Giants. Yeah, they're at home. They'll they'll yeah. basically win that one. But then you got the Packers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys, three games back to back to back. Given two of them are at home at Arrowhead, but then that one in Las Vegas, that's a tough stadium to play in, in my opinion. And I think it's a lot more intimidating than people think. When they get, don't they get a? I think they get a bye after the Cowboys game. Yep, correct. I think Chiefs fans are kind of thinking they wanted to buy a little bit sooner than that mm-hmm. because I mean, you know, you get slammed by the Titans, and then you have a, an easy an easy game against the Giants. It should be an easy game, and then two really tough games, and then the back half of your season. I don't know. It's going to be they're going to need to figure some things out on the defensive end especially because that defense like it hasn't really ever been like amazing while Patrick Mahomes has been there. It's just been very opportunistic. Like they seem to get turnovers and sacks like at just at the right time. That hasn't been happening at all this season. And I mean, I think the like Kansas City, they were so much they were a lot better equipped to play in like shootout games in the past couple of years than they are this year. And like you guys were saying, they're facing some offensive teams like the Cowboys and the Packers. Those are, you know, teams who are stronger offensively than they are defensively. Can the Chiefs really win in a shootout this year? We haven't seen them win in any shootouts this year. I mean, they were what they were in a shootout with uh the Chargers and there was one other game that Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, yeah, and they bo- they lost both those games. So you know, they, they're going to have to prove to me that they're capable of winning an offensive shootout because, really, I think that that's the only way that they're going to sneak in the playoffs is winning some of those really close games against these good teams. I'm going to add on to that. I think it is 
starting to become about the conference because, I mean, out of the conference opponents, they still have, like, five games in the conference. And I think I'm optimistic enough, like, if they can win all of them, that they can easily take over the division because that's, that's already five wins on top of it. Add a New York win. Maybe they scrape one out in Dallas, and then maybe they pick up one in Pittsburgh. That's eight wins in the last ten games of the season. That's good enough for 11-6, and six, which – Maybe if they can be undefeated in the conference, is good enough for a playoff uh, for a AFC West championship. I disagree. They're one and four in the conference. How are they going to come back and win that? Well, the games are in front of you, and you have the opportunity to win those. Well, you yeah, you I can guess turn it fair. around. Yeah, they do have a lot of conference games. Wait, I'm I'm supposed to be looking at division. Sorry, they're. <laughs> I was looking at conference here, guys. I'm not even looking at. I'm looking at the Texans. Where am I? Yeah, they're own one of the division. Yeah, there's still plenty of time. That's yeah. a good point. Well, there there is a problem where, you know, they've already they played the Chargers at home. So, so now they got so go to they play they play them on the road and the, and they have to play the Raiders on the road once and they have to play in Denver, I believe late in the season. And, you know, playing in that altitude when it's cold outside is going to take the air out of the ball for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's normally what happens in cold weather games, so and it's I think be tough. I think their team is starting to hear the chatter a little bit, and you know you don't know what that does to a football team. Like if you're playing with confidence, you can be a completely different football team than if you're playing kind of timid and almost like that. You know you don't know what's happening. Like I feel like the Chiefs themselves are still kind of in shock from this, and their confidence is just way down. And that you know might be why that might be the difference maker in an extremely close game against um, a division winner or a division leader. Well, and that poses the question with the offseason acquisitions they made in free agency and trades with their offensive line. Do you think the offensive line's even doing anything at this point? What do you think? They're underperforming because they gave up a first-round pick or a late first-round pick for Orlando Brown from the Baltimore Ravens, and he's he let in. He I think he gave up a sack and which led to a fumble, and then uh, they're and then uh, Joe Thunley I think also he's on the offensive line. They signed him to a mega deal, five-year, eighty million dollar deal. And he's underperforming too. Like he, he gave up a sack. It's the offensive line hasn't been where it's been because um, you're interchanging guys, and the offensive line is all about chemistry. But again, I think related to the Packers, like their offensive line has been pretty has been pretty good to say the least, and they've had a lot of rookies and a lot of first year injuries guys. too. Yeah, injuries too, especially so. I mean, it's all about it's all about performance and execution, and what have you done for me lately? And that's a probably, and that's another big part of it. Well, speaking on that, you know, like when you're an offensive lineman, you want to be moving forward, right? So that is why I criticize Andy Reid. You need to have that. You need to have a running game because if you are always dropping back and passing, your linemen are already always moving backwards. They want to be pushing people. They want to. That's where the game of football is won and lost at the line of scrimmage at the end of the day. So when Patrick Mahomes is dropping back 40 times a game and your running back gets six carries, the defense already knows they're going to pin their ears back. You're not going to run the ball. So that kind of contributes to a lot of the sacks and Patrick Mahomes kind of playing a little bit like to the point of them not having confidence. I agree to that to a certain extent. I think sometimes Patrick Mahomes plays with way too much confidence. I think he tries to make something out of nothing when he could either throw the ball away or make a check down. I completely agree with that, and I think one thing they need to look more towards that play action. But they can't have good play action without a good running game. Though. Well, they also it's, it's tough to have a good running game when every single play you play in the shotgun. 
Exactly. Especially for a younger quarterback. I mean, he's a great quarterback and everything, but he's still a young guy. He's, he doesn't know everything there is to know about the NFL or defenses or anything like that. So, you know, getting under center, you know, getting two tight ends in there, running the ball, imposing your will on a defense, then setting up play action, that's how the Packers have been doing it for, since Matt LaFleur has got there. And they've, you know, had a lot of success with that. So if I'm Andy Reid, that's what I would do to help his quarterback.